I was born on Earth, a craptastic planet in the middle of Frontier 921. We were about as far from the core systems at the center of our galaxy as you could get, and therefore we were about as unimportant as a civilization could be within the Galactic Empire. When Galactics visited us, which they rarely did, they invariably complained about how cold and dark it was out here along the Perseus arm. Our solitary sun was dim and dull to them, as they were creatures accustomed to the nearness of a thousand ancient stars. As far as they were concerned, we lived in a desert, light years from the next stellar source of heat and life. I didn't care what the Galactics thought about Earth. It was my home, and I loved her. The Imperial types always made a point of sneering at our relative poverty and pathetic tech as well. But that didn't bother me. Throughout my short lifespan, my family and I had been carving out a low-wage living on our backwater world. It was only over the last year or so that we'd gathered enough hard-worn credits to begin enjoying ourselves. From my point of view, things were looking up. My parents had managed to get real jobs again and new hope. As soon as they could manage it, they took their scraped-together fortune and left Atlanta. They moved to the Georgia countryside, down around Waycross. They couldn't afford much land, but managed to find a freestanding place with a few overgrown acres around it. The house was more than a century old, and the scrubland looked like no one had farmed or even trimmed it for nearly that long. What surprised me the most was the structure itself, which was built with actual wood. I didn't believe it until I went down into the basement and ran my hands over the bare, splintery stuff myself. The best part of moving out of the city and into the sticks was that I got my own room out of the deal. It wasn't a bedroom, not exactly. It was more like a freestanding shed, which had been converted into a living space at some point in the distant past. It wasn't a palace, mind you. Curling, faded polymer strips were tacked to the walls as decorations, and the floorboards creaked enough to wake the dead. But I really liked it. I moved in and made myself right at home. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not a freeloading bandit. I'd chipped in plenty of my own cash, and my folks were glad to have me staying on with them. Like most enlisted legionnaires, I didn't want to be bothered with permanent housing on Earth. So far, I'd been deployed something like nine months out of every year on average, and when I was left dirt side by the Legion for an extended shore leave with one-third pay, I didn't have the credits or the gumption to set up a permanent residence of my own. I knew that at any time, the Legion might muster out again and take me to the stars to work a new contract. We Legionnaires never knew how long we had with our feet on the ground, so we didn't bother to play house unless we had a family. And as of yet, I didn't. So, in late spring, I lived with my folks and whiled away my free time. For me, vid games were now a thing of the past. I'd been spoiled by real life, real beer, and real women. Games couldn't hold my attention like they used to. In June, I became obsessed with constructing an unlicensed floater in my room. When the damn thing worked right, the floater was a lot of fun. It wasn't much, just a surfboard with a simple gravity-repelling unit attached. A second-hand repeller had about a 300-kilo lift rating, 
which was enough to get me almost a half meter up off the ground. Repeller units were easy to come by these days, as Earth had credits, and alien traders now visited our planet with regularity. They no longer treated us like third-rate losers. In the eyes of the traders, we'd risen to the status of first-class hicks. I hugely enjoyed cruising around the back lot on my floater, taking it out over the local Satilla River with a drink in one hand and a steering wire in the other. It was fun, and the summer passed quickly. Now and then I was even lucky enough to coax a few lady friends into accompanying me back to my tiny shack. They always crossed my threshold diffidently, like house cats that suspected you were taking them to the vet. After a couple of strong drinks and a ride or two on my makeshift floater, they usually spent the night.